RLCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country's Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. Um, they are our LCS and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Oconomowoc, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics. It's time once again for our winter giveaway. This giveaway is very simple to enter. Um, be a patron. So the easiest way to enter is go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit. Become a patron at any level at our Patreon um, site, and you can do it that way. You can also enter by going to Threadless and buying some merch and tagging us in a photo of you in said merch. So if you like one of our T-shirts or hats or whatever, and you go to th- you go to comicsfunprofit.threadless.com and find uh, all our merch and like some of it, buy it, wear it. You can either tag us in social uh, with you wearing it or send us a photo of you wearing it and you're entered. So those are the two ways. Be a patron and buy merch. Um, and then you get entered in our in our winter giveaway, which is fun swag giveaways of um, photos and stickers and signed comics, um, just like our fall giveaway was. And we had five lucky winners win stuff in our fall fall giveaway so we're hoping to um, have as many entrants this time that we can give away that many again so be a patron buy merch enter the winter giveaway thank you for listening to comics for fun and profit this is kyle and drew with your sneak peek and next week episode number 879 for a comics originally releasing january 30th and january 31st my goodness this first month of the First month of the year is flying by, and we have a fifth week already on some things. So we shall see, Drew. But before we get into what's coming up in your local book, comic book shops, Drew, what else you got going on? Other yeah, than me clearing out some COVID. If uh, yeah, still still recovering. Yeah. Um, good luck with that. Um, if if history is any tells us anything, then we know that probably that fifth week's going to be pretty crappy once mm-hmm. we get the sneak peek, mm-hmm. but you never know. It's weird. We're like January, typically down fifth week, typically down. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Those two together. Eek. Um, but our old buddy, John Flores wrote in and he said, what you haven't done a, a what you reading, what you watching, what you, what you playing update for a long time. What are you guys, what are you guys doing? Um, what, what, what kind of media are you consuming? <laughs> so, um, for it, for me, for the comic front, um, I'm reading. I read Red Light, second issue. If you recall, that's the AWA book that is um, about the uh, synth um, robot uh, sex worker trying to escape. Pretty Ooh. fun stuff. Um, masterpiece by Brian Michael Bendis from Dark Horse. Really good book. I recommend it. <laughs> um, Swan Songs finished up. That's the W. Maxwell Prince image book. 
Um, the guy who does Ice Cream Man I love so much in Swan Songs was maybe better than Ice Cream Man. A six-issue anthology all about the ending of something. Mm. And each each issue was kind of a different ending. Would have been on been on a lot of people's top uh, end-of-year lists. Um, so um, it's not just me that likes it. Um, then I dipped my toe, as I said, into the gang war. So I've been gang warring all over the place. So that's Spider-Man, of course, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Woman, Hands of Kung Fu, all these gang war Mm tie-ins. And um, it hasn't been awful. Um, Some better than others. I, I actually like all the little gangs and the, and of course the spider man main series is is way better than all the others so i really like that of course still still reading nightwing glad to see that um back um uh, it's 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 still great of course damn them all finished up that's the boom book that's kind of like a female uh constantine uh by Cy Spurrier. very good very good book it finished up they it was originally a six-issue series. They extended it to an ongoing. Uh, then they got to twelve and said, "You know what? That's eh, about enough." <laughs> so, wow. yeah, not really an ongoing. Just went from a mini series to a maxi series, but that's still cool. Um, yeah, tons. Uh, I did. I did go ahead, like I promised, and read uh, "Dear Editor." Hey, uh, there we go. Yeah, "Dear Editor" was. Um, it was good. Um, it was. It's about a deer editor <laughs> who's trying to uncover a mystery. And the Ooh, funny, the funny part is like, he's a deer. People know he's a deer. Nobody else is a deer. Okay. And he So he just exists as a deer and does deer things. And people make jokes about him being a deer. But no, but that that's kind of like that's as far as it goes. It's not like it's weird in that universe. So that's kind of fun and interesting the way they do that. Um, the Madness uh, was this book by J.W. Straczynski from AWA that I um, missed, and it's about a superhero who loses their mind and mm. goes crazy, and what happens? And what happens is. They go out, they get revenge on the person who wronged them to make them crazy. So, uh, and that was really fun. A fun six issues. I recommend that. Started Fear of a Red Planet, uh, an aftershock shock book about kind of a murder mystery on, on a Mars inst- uh, installation. Um, that's pretty fun. Um, another AWA book. I'm really going down an AWA rabbit hole. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, book called Bad Mother. I, I liked that a lot. It's about a bad mom uh, who thinks she's a bad mom, but she's really not that bad. Uh, what else finished up? Oh, AWA's Rumpus Room finished up. So this is the Mark Russell book where the billionaire Elon Musk kind of a guy is just kidnapping people, keeping them in his rumpus room in his basement. And then they have to like vote each other off the island one by one. And he kills them and, Turns them into uh, face cream. Uh, kind of twisted, but very satirical look at society. Only Mark Russell can do, but also kind of gruesome and fun. 
So um, those are some of the some of the comics that I've read lately that I've been digging. Um, what have you been playing, Kyle? What have you been watching? What have you been doing besides so being we, sick? Yes, yeah, aside from being sick and kids and them being sick and everything. So we, we've got a new season of some anime that hits. So there's been a couple that I've been enjoying. Um, one of them's called Solo Leveling. It's been okay. really good. It's only like three or four episodes of that that's come out. And I kind of really fell for that. And it cut me off at a place where it made me mad after just a couple episodes. I want to know yep. what happened. So I started le- reading the uh, light novel on that one. Um, and by that, I mean listening to the light novel on that one, audiobook-wise, because that way I can do it at work. So um, a light novel is just a, like, 200-page book that's not graphic. Yes, seven hours. You use six, seven hours per per uh, book. Oh, okay. That's not as bad. Far as, yeah, nothing too crazy. Um, there's a couple neat little, like, Dungeon Delicious that's on Netflix and a couple other things that have been fun little um, anime as well that I've kind of enjoyed there. Um, too many cartoons. Look at yeah, you. I, passively watching anime and playing on my phone has been the most easy thing for me to do in the evenings and stuff lately. <laughs> so you don't miss been, you don't miss much. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, I've been reading through that uh, trade paperback that Dynamite put out for that Dying Light, the Dying City video game. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eric from Cowabunga was. Uh, very very sweet and, and sent me that and it is really really good it's a very early prequel um to those games and really fleshes that world out it's been super good i've, I've really liked that um that's a game you recommended to me I, yeah I, I fell hard for that that series in that game it's really fun um i got my pc set up all set up upgraded my video card and stuff so i've been playing a little bit of elden ring on the pc Ooh. um getting ready to I've been kind of pulling back from jumping into Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, okay. Is, yeah, the big Dungeons & Dragons game. That, that's so for my frame of reference, the last two games I've played hard were Fallout and yeah. Skyrim. Are they yeah. either one of those in that reign? That yeah, it's going to be. It, it is a Skyrim-esque game. Both Baldur's Gate and Elden Ring are? Yeah, well, yeah. So Baldur's Gate is, is very Skyrim-ish. It's very fantasy it's essentially you just it is video game dungeons and dragons you literally create a character create gotcha. a class all that fun stuff but it's very very fleshed out the big one um still running through the new zelda on switch still doing that when i got time on that um oh okay this is uh, after breath of the wild what's it called uh tears of the kingdom tears of the king okay very cool um Rewatching Psych <laughs> no. my, my kind of comfort no. show at the moment. I love Psych. <laughs> I was doing uh, the Nathan Fillion drama, The Rookie, yeah, where he plays the cop. I was going oh, through that. Great. Um, but then my Hulu disappeared from a friend of ours <laughs> who stopped, who cut my Hulu off. Um, so then I've I've gone. I went back to Psych for a small amount of time. I and then the impression Hulu got absorbed by somebody. Is that not true? I mean, Hulu is an offset of a lot of things. I thought it was part of Disney now. Like, if you have yeah. Disney Plus, you have Hulu. Is that not true? I do not believe that's true. Okay. And I know, like, when I was looking to upgrade Spotify, if I upgraded Spotify, I got Hulu. It's attached to a lot of things. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Um, i trying to think what else. A few other just, you know, regular books and stuff I've been reading as well. And uh, I uh, have the Hogwarts Legacy sitting there. I'm getting ready to start on the Xbox. Oh, well. man. So, that, that looked pretty neat. Yeah. That looks like a good one. I bet I would like that game. And then um, I'm trying to catch up on Nightwing. Um, I've got the Transformers and the Void Rivals all sitting here, and I'm going to just hammer through one of them and then hammer through the other one. We'll go Void Rivals first. Okay. Yeah, I've got those series sitting here. And then... Um, How far back are we talking? Uh, is... Is not the it's before the pirate arc I'm guessing for that's right where I'm at I'm, okay. I'm at the beginning you're not that you're not that far back no 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 I'm traditionally always a month or two behind yeah it just seems bad. to be on that so you and my daughter were kind of geeked out about the yeah Air... got a trailer for live action Airbender okay so Airbender is an anime no okay it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. This one is a cartoon. That is, it is, yeah. It is not an anime. It's just a cartoon. Okay. So but now it's, it's live action. And now it's live action. And uh, Netflix has done very well with like the live action for One Piece was super good. Um. So I've got high hopes for this. Even though I know everything is going to happen. <laughs> well, it could be a Last of Us situation, right? Yeah, where where, where the you, you know a lot of the stuff that's happening, but there's still surprises along the mm-hmm, way, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, I have been I'm watching... contemplating the new. Uh, a buddy of mine is buying the the uh, Suicide Squad game that comes out here in a couple of weeks. Oh, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let him start it and tell me whether it's worth jumping into or not. Very cool, because I did um, all the Arkham games, and it's you know it's the same studio that did those, but of course not. That's you're not necessarily just playing as Batman, so yeah. it's going to be different. I am um, cursed to watch mostly British murder shows <laughs> with my wife, and today we got to we we mixed it up, and she also really likes disaster movies, but not any disaster movies, natural disaster movies, and not really any natural disasters. Pretty much tornado movies. So, oh my goodness! So there's so, more than just Twister out there. So yeah, everything's chasing Twister, and so we are. We watched three today. Wow. Three tornado movies that were not Twister, and Twister being the granddaddy of all. <laughs> the granddaddy the, of them, yeah. The only good one, right? <laughs> and, and it being 20 years old. Yeah. So. Sometimes we can want, you know, we can go and get an earthquake. You know, we can see a San Andreas. We can see an end of the world. <laughs> a solar calamity, flare there. A solar flare. But for the most part, it's got to be tornadoes. Yeah. And, you know, there's probably 30 tornado movies in existence. Wow. I'm pretty now, sure now we're would close. Would she permit Sharknado? Or does that not classify? We haven't. We haven't had to get down that far yet, but I think it's coming. It is coming because we are, I think we, we watched Tornado Alley, or I believe it was Tornado Alley, which was like old school. It was probably early 2000s. And then after that, we went to the Night of the Twisters, which is a 1996 uh, TV movie. Wow. Yeah. 
and with John Schneider, Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard, yeah. And they are they they all have they have payphones that they're using and <laughs> hairstyles that look very familiar to me. They're using Encyclopedia Britannica to look up things. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a very dated letterbox square letterbox four by three aspect ratio movie. Um, but yeah, we watched that. And, um, so sometimes my wife leaves the house and then I get to watch cool stuff. There but we go. When she's here, I don't get, I don't get to do that. I, <laughs> I just have to watch these. This is what I have to watch. And I just have to smile and nod. And this is, this is great. So, you know, send help, send help. <laughs> yeah. is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but it, it's all worth it. Cause it's time spent together. Yes, it's time spent together watching crap. Uh, but so, so thank you, John, for that suggestion. Every once in a while, we'll 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 do that. Um, nobody wants to hear every week, probably what we're what we're up to yeah. media wise. But um, every once in a while, when we build up a stack of stuff, we'll we'll do a rundown, let you guys know what we think of what's going on uh, media wise in our recent past. And I appreciate the ask. Hope hope you were speaking for more than just yourself and other listeners also wanted to hear that. So um, now uh, I believe our good friends at CBSI uh, didn't feel like working this today. <laughs> so they didn't put up their top t- hot 10. So we're going to skip them and we're going to go straight to our good friends at Lunar who have a image comics catalog for us that's going to give us april uh comics which uh, i see a big double page spread is the first thing i'm looking at which looks pretty awesome yeah and it's okay cbsi would have just been spider-man or ultimate universe (laughs) yes true it's all good the giant image comic spread we got all kinds of stuff i see geigers and all kinds of crazy things in the front running around I don't know but, a lot of these that are on here. I, I, I'm like, I don't read as much image as I used to. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, is that, who's that guy? That's, <laughs> that's got to be a local man, maybe. Why does or that a, dog have two heads? What's yeah. Going on here? Who, who is that? But we're going to start it out with a book called Drawing Blood. David Avalon and Kevin Eastman writing this. It's a 12-issue okay. series. Very nice. Drew, we have action, adventure, crime, and mystery, and humorous. Hmm. Okay. Funny crime and little adventure. Okay. It looks so pretty Kevin good. So Kevin Eastman teamed up with the former publisher of the popular Heavy Metal magazine, returning to comics with a roller coaster life of a successful comic creator. Wow. And Eastman's uh, doing the writing. And some art and the cover. And then the other guy's doing what? The writing. story is what, yeah. So. But he's not. So David Alvaloni is the uh, the guy from Heavy Metal. Yes. Okay. So he doesn't do art. Gotcha. Twelve issue series, four bucks a pop. So we shall see on that one. I'm gonna check that out, man. I'm in. Yeah. We, ben Bishop doing cover B and C. Some neat stuff there. Yeah, it's a re- it's a really good art style. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it. A lot of good cover page, or a lot of good internals if you want to kind of get a feel for it going here. So that's pretty cool. Then we get into Geiger number one um, series premiere. Wait, we've seen this before. I don't know that this is the series premiere. 
Well, it's an all-new ongoing of Geiger. So back, and instead of picking up where we left off, we'll just start a new number one because that's what we do. So, okay. Yeah, we're not colon. We're not any subclass. We're just Geiger 2024, I guess. Yeah, and this is uh, Jeff John's imprint Ghost Machine, I'm guessing. Yeah. And so maybe that's what it was. He wanted to put it under his own imprint for publications and other ancillary product tie-in reasons. Yeah. Looks like he has not only this, but also Redcoat, which is another ghost machine imprint that Jeff Johns is doing the writing and yep. is Brian Hitch doing the art. So enjoy this first one. And then the second issue will probably be delayed. <laughs> Yeah, we have two different imprints on it. We have Ghost Machine, and we also have this Unnamed. The Unnamed. So, some interesting things here. Oh, that's another um, imprint, you think? Yeah, it's it's right under the, the creative team on the front cover of both Redcoat and Geiger. Huh. Yeah, so. The newest, pure, the newest unnamed hero. Unnamed is like a, a shared universe, maybe? These are great questions. Anyway, I'm, well, I'm just guessing. Yeah. Why, why 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 read when you can just guess? Yeah. So things like this, Rook Exodus, number one, is another Jeff Johns book. This is a ghost machine book, but this is not an unknown book. Unnamed. Unnamed book, that either. Right. And we keep getting uh, free pages here. So if we look at Geiger, we're getting 32 pages for $4. Yeah. If we look at Redcoats, we're getting 40 pages for $4. And if we go down to Rook Exodus, we're getting 48 pages for $4. Yeah. You know, they're just giving us free pages as far as the eye can see. So Geiger took a break, and while they took a break, they cranked out three freaking books. Yeah, exactly. That's nuts. And that's a, that's a lot. Yeah, so these are all so this is the ghost machine rollout and there are three books. Very cool. Yeah, that, that's impressive. That yeah. is impressive. Well, all right, that, now to we're be... going to do something that looks very much like Spawn. <laughs> yeah. Does that not look like Spawn to you? Rat City? That looks very much like Spawn to me. Erica Schultz and then a Z Carlos on art. Okay. So Peter Kern is an ex-soldier, an amputee, and a hell spawn in a post-war uh, future. But Peter's not dead like AI. Peter got his spawn powers from the nanites in his prosthetic leg. Nanites that will affect when AI summons Al. initiated his Al microplasmic. Not is AI. it Al? Al Simmons. Sure. Isn't that, isn't that Spawn's name, Al Simmons? Oh, yep. You get now. I see what you're saying. Yep. And then it, it clarifies that down here when Al Simmons initiates the negative. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, and it's 40 pages for four bucks. Um, okay, so this is Rat City is a Spawn verse title, basically connected yeah. somehow. Why do you, I mean? Why do you need that? Why do why do you need if the if the only tangential connection? Okay, well there that's there's a lot of spawn in this. Now I'm looking at the interior pages. <laughs> there's a giant 
ethereal spawn Spawn, cover page or splash page Mm -hmm. so all right all right you do you erica schultz and todd mcfarlane uh volume two of saint mercy from godland number one of four see geiger that's how you do it yeah tell us it's a volume two you give us a colon (laughs) give us a new title over this story arc you don't just willy-nilly put another geiger number one out Top cows got it down pat. Is that who's doing this one? Yep. I like that image is giving us all kinds of preview pages. Yeah, I do too. I like when they do that. These are nice too. Really yeah, back nice. With more universal monsters, Drew, and we are already at Creature from the Black Lagoon lives number one. Oh. Dan Waters and Ram V on this one. So a new horror dream team resurrects one of the most iconic monsters, the creature from the Black Lagoon. 32 pages, five bucks. Some very cool classic covers. I like I the like Alex it. Ross. I like that they're do- I like what they're doing. That's that's fun. I mean, I don't really care much about these classic monster movies. No, I've never been. You know me, I'm not a horror guy. Yeah, and. I bet I bet you Mike Myers is loving this because he was always a old school movie type of guy. So I bet you he's really digging these. Interesting preview pages on it. Yeah, very well. Done. They look pretty good. Yeah, I, I like I like the look at those pages too. Dang, very cool. Another new product here from Ashley Wood and T.P. Louise, 7174 A.D., number one, an ongoing book about action-adventure, science fiction, and the occult and supernatural. First time in newsprint from the fevered brain and drawing desk of T.P. Louise and Ashley Wood comes an all-new ongoing series collecting bits and bobs from Ash's storied career. Okay. First two full-length tales. Teaching 48 newsprint pages of madness and mayhem. Yeah, this is some a, a, a very smudgy art style. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure that's going to appeal to a lot of or to everyone. I mean, I, I don't think I would. In, I don't I mean, I wouldn't be drawn to this type of art style. It's Make just, it. you know, not for me. But, you know, if, if it was like a creator that I had to read, I, I would do it. But there you go. Yeah, I don't know. Hack and Slash celebrating 20 bloody years to Hack and Slash Kill Your Idols one shot written by our boy Tim Seeley with art by Stefano Caselli. Yeah, well, I love Hack Slash. It's just weird jumping back and forth because the Zoe Thurgood is like a prequel. So mm-hmm. this is and this this is back in the present and that's with a lot of yeah you gotta jump back and forth I mean it's not that big of a deal I guess <laughs> they're all swinging baseball bats yeah but yeah it's a it's a good it's a good series good character killing zombies K- killing and murdering what more can you want trade paperback for the first um, section of the call. Gally Thompson available. Call one through five. It was so good. It was a really good book. Trade for Ryan Katie's Destiny Gate issues one through four. Enfield Gang one through six. 
Yeah, we just got the last one of those, so I got to read that. Second trade for fine print. Forge, which I'm still got to read. I should have read that. I like Stasic. Oh, yeah. Forge, Captara, Little Monsters. Hardcover for Little Monsters. So there's two volumes of fine print by Mm. Stefan Sajic, and we didn't read any of it? Yeah, I'm kind of kicking myself on that one. I wonder if... I wonder if this is like a, um, I mean, I don't remember this. Yeah. Not, maybe it just slipped through my crack somehow. My crack. The crack. <laughs> oh. Yeah. There's that Captera volume two, Chip Zdarsky. Little Monsters collected as a deluxe hardcover. Recommenders the Sacrificers. Hmm. I, dang, I missed this one too. Schlub gets a trade. Oh, when do I miss a Rick Remender? <laughs> My Cliffy B book scrapper gets a hardcover right away. Yeah, I, I did skip skip that. Backlist spotlight is worlds within worlds. As we welcome the Ghost Machine family of connected titles to Image, here's an opportunity to stock up on other shared universes in the Image cosmos. You got the Massive Verse of Kyle Higgins with Radiant. Drew's favorite Massive Verse. Radiant Black, Radiant Pink, Radiant Red, Rogue Sun, Dead Lucky, and Inferno Girl Red. You tell me if it's any good, folks. I'm not reading that. Drew, this is just a page of straight image superheroes. This is right where you live. The Invincible World, which, okay, so I liked, I like Invincible. I read Astounding Wolfman. I think I might have read an issue of Tech Jacket and an issue of Brit. Um, But that's about enough. Spawnverse, don't read any. There's a lot of it. A lot of Spawn. Yeah. And I'm surprised, you know, Shared Universe, they don't have the energon on here not yet at least yeah all right back into our floppy ongoings and we have the end of antarctica the simon burke's book mm-hmm. 10 of 10 the penultimate bloody dozen tale of the shrouded college it's five of six from charles soul and remember there's going to be seven of these bloody dozens by the time it's all said and done so it's a lot of dozens cool. a lot of dozens cabinet three of five Cobra Commander, four of five. Who's coming out of the swamp? Crave, oh, wow. five of six from Maria Levet. Duke, finishing up its miniseries, five of five there. Dutch, Dutch is like an yeah. old property, right? Yep, three of three. Comes in with a little and leaves just as easy. Feral, number two. Haven't got a chance to start that yet, but the second one there. Bob okay, wait. Three. What's the uh, homage there for cover B? Nightmare on I want to say Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. okay. It looks what it, like it, what it could be. Forge starts a new story arc. Rocka Rocka. Gunslinger Spawn. I love that cover B. That Javi Fernandez. Gunslinger Spawn in the old saloon. It's oh, that is, that is a great cover. That Mantina? Or that's Javi Fernandez. Javi, yep. Infernal's number three. Kaya. Sure. If you'd have told me Kaya was going all the way to 17, I'd have said no way. <laughs> I know. I mean, Wes Craig, I guess he's got... He's got it. He's got it. Things written. He's doing yeah. well. Kill your darlings. Eight. It's oh, that's the finale. That's it. Double length. Oh, was, yeah, series issue. finale. I didn't. I missed that. Yeah, fifty-six pages for six bucks. King Spawn thirty-three. Javi Fernandez again on art. Doing good. They are finding some good people for these uh, Spawn covers. Now, are you going to get the this Last Mermaid with the Axolotl on the cover for your daughter? I think I. I think I have to. Or maybe she's don't don't let her see this. Yeah. So that says that's the last mermaid number one, but this list is for the last mermaid. 
Well, that is, that is messed up. Yeah, I which is great. Which is correct. Is an adorable wax. Reminds me of the one that is upstairs. No, no, I've seen that one. Yeah, we've seen it before. It doesn't smile like that. <laughs> it, it has a creepy smile. <laughs> Monstrous fifty one. I want to reread these. I really liked everything I read from Monsters. I don't know why I stopped. Well, because it it's, like it's fifty one issues. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moonman four. Of course, Kyle Higgins and Kid Cudi. Rick Remender's Napalm Lullaby on issue two. Wow, that's cool. The One Hand, three of five. Rom V. Sacrificer seven. Rick Remender's oh, story. This is second. Second arc. Second. Let's go back to one, the One Hand. So the first issue of the One Hand has not come out yet. Yes. So right. we're on issue three, and it says the hit miniseries continues. <laughs> How do we know it? How do we know it's a hit? Because it hasn't come out. Sacrificer 7, starting the new story arc. Sam and Twitch Case Files number 2. That's oh. Todd McFarlane book that we have not had come out yet. Yeah. But it's Sorry. Todd McFarlane doing crime and mystery, brother. So this is uh, Sam and Twitch that was in that was part of Spawn, right? Yep. Back in Correct. the day? It's part of the Spawniverse. I read that. Scorched 29. Six Fingers number 3. The hit miniseries continues here <laughs> as well. Another crime and mystery. Um, uh, I think the, the, the guys laying these catalogs are getting a little lazy. All right, Drew, I got a crisp $5 bill here for you. Something epic number nine. The D cover is an album cover. Give me the band. Oh, man. Uh, is that Smash Mouth? E- that is Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. I was not even in the right genre. It is so weird. But as soon as I saw it, I'm like... Limbiscuit, baby. There we go. The second was, album. Was the font. The font. Yeah, just the, the font. hand reaching and the, uh. the color scheme. And I'm like, ah. Stars and signs. Nine. Solomon. Solomon. Finishing that one up. Yeah. Oh, I love that creepy cover. Transformer 7. Daniel so Warren's on Star Yep. But I'm looking at that, that cover D. Oh, is that the guy that's a videotape? Yep. Oof. Found what I think. I want to see it sucks because like they're like cover a cover b cover c cover d cover e cover f i'm like show me them now and they're not here <laughs> right so under york i either read the first issue of under york or i read a preview pages of under york mm-hmm. because i've already read this first it's issue so, so why is and two just so now you know what out? you're getting they not in april why is two yeah. just out in april maybe i didn't read all of them. <laughs> maybe it was just a preview yeah two of six though yeah. Void Rivals at eight. Great Washington oh, cover. That is awesome. Who did that cover? Finch, David Finch. Strong work. World Tree number nine. Weatherman volume three, four. And that's the end of it. 95 pages of image goodness. Man, we're still talking to Lori and Pete on Walking Dead 87. <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. she was gone. Well, this is where he's he's got the phone and he's talking to her, even though she's dead. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Weatherman, volume three, number four of seven. And is that how we're ending it? Yeah, we just, they don't do wrap up pages or checklists. Sorry, I'm having a coughing fit. Well, I mean, if you are a Jeff Johns fan, you're probably pretty psyched because we are getting a lot of Jeff Johns. Yeah, three Johns is new IP. And uh, that could be good. Looks like there's a lot of crime and mystery stuff, so there's a lot mm-hmm. for me here. Oh, yeah. 
Um, anything for you, Kyle, as you were flipping through there that did anything for you? Not necessarily new. I mean, obviously yeah. the Transformers, the Void Rivals, the ongoing stuff, but nothing on there that it was just like, ooh, can't wait. And, you know, I, we got no Saga. We got no. I, I didn't see a regular G.I. Joe either. Yeah. That was missing. So is it curious what they're going to do when they wrap up Duke, though? So you know, it, there's how many characters in GI Joe? Yeah, right. So Snake Eyes is next, right? That's what I would think. It's Somebody, exactly what I was. Somebody's going to do Snake Eyes next. That'll be the. Yep. And then, you know, who who's who's number four? Who's the fourth most popular? You know, Snow Joe? Job or something like that. Yeah. Who's the girl? Yeah. I don't remember her name. But she was kind of popular. Yep. A lot of cool trades, though, from Image. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Solid, solid book. They're solidly number, the number three publisher. There we go. All right, Drew, let's check out some of the stuff on the secondary market. Let's head on over to good friends at coverprice.com. Look at their top ten. And see if it's all ultimate still. Oh, my God, it is. <laughs> oh, my God. At rank 10, we have Darker Image, number one. A rumor has been floating around about the Channing Tatum and Max movie. The Max movie has been in development at Limbo for several years. But blah, blah, blah. He previously appeared in his own title, The Max, number one. However, his first appearance as the Max is here in Primer 5. Or as as Max the Hare is in Primer Five. This is oh. Darker Image Number One. I yes. think I had this, but this is the easy one to find and easy one to purchase. Yeah. Um. So thirty four copies, high sale of a hundred dollars for CGC nine point eight, but it's still just like a three dollar book. Oh, okay. <laughs> At rank nine, we have the, the, the first of our Ultimate Spider-Man, number one. This is the one in 25, Tony Daniels. 30 more copies sold. High sale of 40 bucks. Yeah. At rank eight, we have the cover C, which is the costume teaser for uh, the game, I think. Or no, that's the 2099 costume teaser. Uh, we have 21 copies and a high sale of 40 bucks. At rank seven, we have Mateus Manhamudi cover, 21 copies sold, high sale of $35. At rank six, we have the David Marquez cover, 31 copies, high sale of $33. We got my boy J. Scott Campbell at the rank five spot with just the standard J. Scott Campbell. 58 copies, high sale of 48. And Ryan Stegman cover at rank four. That's the family group portrait. Uh, 53 copies, high sale of 34. At rank three, we have the other, the Marco Cicchetto. This is the black suit costume <laughs> mm-hmm. which is one i, I kind of like that yeah one. 66 copies high sale of 103 dollars and you ain't getting it for less than 60 bucks at rank two we have the standard covered a 
standard cover a 232 secondary mar <laughs> secondary covers wow <laughs> 232 sold yeah Super you're sold. already finding a cg 9.8 for 159 dollars wow for this six dollar book it's and the finish. number one book 60 bucks yeah the number one book, Ultimate Invasion, number one, R.B. Silva, second print. R.B. Silva was the artist who gave us the second print of this key issue in the first cover appearance of Ultimate Spider-Man and Peter Parker. R.B. Silva is also slated to illustrate the cover for the second print of Ultimate Spider-Man, number one. The series has been overwhelmingly popular, and it's safe to say this issue may play some significance in the future this new spider-man series 233 copies of the second print moved jesus <laughs> a high sale of 117 dollars for 69.8 uh, <laughs> fair market value 28 bucks for all jeez is ridiculous <clears throat> but i mean uh, we, we had an ultimate spider-man there was nothing wrong with that ultimate spider-man yeah. so did they does everybody forget Wow. This is the hot new thing, I guess. All right. Yep. Enjoy. At rank 11, we have Wonder Woman number 19. Uh, we've got James Gunn confirming that Anya Chalatra will voice Cirque in Creature Commandos. So because of that, we sold 17 copies of Wonder Woman number 19 with a high sale of 20 bucks. Uh, Spawn number one, our old favorite. 37 more copies of Spawn number one changed hands. Uh, 183.50 was the high sale, and near mints around 34 bucks. Another ultimate number one. This is the design. One in 10 sold 37 copies. 22 bucks for a raw. Um, The Elizabeth Torque Ultimate Spider Man. Uh, sold 16 copies and a high sale of $34 for a roll. Uh, the Secret Wars number eight black suit Spidey. Um, this sold 29 copies of this issue eight. That's surprising with a high sale of 630 or a 98. Raw's around 165. The second issue of Beneath the Trees Where Nobody Sees uh, comes in at rank 16, selling 24 copies. Um, a 9.8 came in at 225 bucks, and near mints going for around 77 bucks, and that's just for the cover A. Uh, Kid Venom Origins number one, the Vecchio Surprise one per store variant uh, comes in at rank 17. 25 copies of this one moved. High sale, 46 bucks for a raw. Uh, Daredevil Volume 2, number 9, uh, comes in at rank 18. Another Echo connection, just like the... Um, so that's like the Kid Vic Venom above, or is that a different thing? I think that's a different thing. Uh, yeah, those, the, are, those are different. Yeah, so Daredevil has the, the Echo appearance. Uh, 24 copies of this. Sold high sale of two thirty three fifty, uh, but near mints are going around eighty two bucks. At nineteen, we have Ultimate Invasion number one, the regular number one issue. Um, 
because Ultimate's in there, sold 23 copies, but Raw's around 10 bucks. So this is the only affordable one on the list. And then Ultimate Invasion number two, also the regular cover, uh, 15 copies sold. I sell 27.90 for a raw copy, and current raw is around six dollars. There we go. So. It just come to my attention for my brother that while we were dabbling in some things, our good friend at ComicBookInvest.com have released their top ten hot off the presses. So we're already talking about secondary market. We're already talking about Ultra Ultimate Invasion and Ultimate Spider-Man. Let's just keep going. Let's head over <laughs> to our good friends. Is it going to be all? Is it going to be all? Same list. Oh. Golly, is there any 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 variation at all? Is it worth reading? Yeah, let's check it out. Okay. At rank number one, we have Ultimate Invasion number one, the second print by R.B. Silva. What? This was one of the outside looking in last week with just a few sales in the ten to twenty dollar range on this second print. This week we've had it jump to over two hundred sales and prices quickly rose to forty dollars as many online shops were also cleared out of dozens of copies. Riding the push of being the first cover appearance of the new version of the Ultimate Spider-Man. He appears inside this issue as well, but this is a second print. So don't call those first appearances personally due to the nature of being a reprint coming later. But you can call it what you want as long as you acknowledge it is one hot book. Yeah, so Ultimate Invasion number one predates Ultimate Spider-Man number one. Yes. This second printing which has Spider-Man on the cover actually is a second printing of a comic that came out before ultimate Spider-Man number one, but (laughs) it was printed and released after ultimate Spider-Man number one. So I would say who cares? What what would you say? Which way would you go? Yeah, this is not his first cover appearance. It's not. No. It's it's not really no, but 200 plus sales tells a different story. People want it anyways. Yeah. At rank two, we have the Marco Cicchetto black suit cover. Almost another hundred sales on this cover, risen from fifty dollars last week to hundred dollars this week. A high sale of even a hundred and twenty dollar book for Rawls. Crazy. Cover A, three hundred sales, even hitting a high of eighty bucks. At rank four, we have Thrawn Alliances number one. Nice. The Peter Renard, one in 25. I was big on this book, yep. and this is a good-looking cover. Um, Thrawn is still selling. It may not be his first appearance anymore, but folks are excited for our big blue strategist. Over 25 sales of this, of this one in 25 book in the past week, averaging between 40 and 50 bucks, and the high sale of almost 70 Amazing Spider-Man 210 hits rank number five. Over 30 sales this past week as we are nearing the release of Madam Web. A bunch of comics related to this film are seeing slight bumps from the first Ezekiel to the other Spider-Women, but this one features the title character and had a 50% jump in sales from the prior week. CGC 9.8 hit $750 and Rawls hit over 120 bucks. Hmm. At rank six, we have Thrawn Alliances, number one, the one in 100. I believe I picked the non-virgin version of this cover that I loved. 
a half a dozen sales this week for this super high ratio incentive, mostly ranging between 140 and 175 bucks. But there were two outliers at 250 and $270. Only a few listed with a couple active auctions, but the new buy it nows are starting over 200 bucks. Wow. Thrawn still got it. Still got it. At rank seven, Ghost Machine number one, the one in 100 Jason Fabok. About seven sales this week, ranging from 120 to 150 on this signed and hand-numbered one in 100 incentive edition. Looks like there were 775 copies based on the signatures that we have seen that are numbered. And since they were all signed and numbered by hand, we should know the exact number. An exciting start to this new pocket universe over at Image. Readers seem to be buzzing with anticipation for this new endeavor over at Image. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because that's, of course, Ghost Machine is our first Ghost Machine imprint. Yeah. At rank eight, we have the Amazing Spider-Man 113. Spider-Man-related books continue to dominate this list at nearly 20 sales this week for the first appearance of Hammerhead. Villain speculation and rumors for the Spider-Man 4 movie have collectors looking towards kingpin and crime-related baddies to make appearances. Reappearances in gang wars don't hurt either. Mid-grade Rawls were around $50 uh, these days, and two slabs in the 9.0 to 9.2 range hit over $170. Bucks. Yeah, you could do worse than, than trying to grab the first appearances of Spider, Spider-Man as rogues. That would be a fun collection to work on until you got back down to early kingpin vulture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might be a little challenging then, but yeah, that'd be that'd be a fun collection. At rank nine, Web of Spider-Man number thirty-six. Rumors and speculation have this one sneaking in at the bottom of the list, with about a dozen sales going from seven dollars last week to twenty to twenty-five. This week is the first appearance of Tombstone is seeing action again. Based on speculation for the villain for Spider-Man form, it seems attention is on the street-level crime antagonists. Yeah, very cool. Arrington, Cobra Commander 1, the 1 in 100, John Boy Myers, foil. Almost 20 sales this week for this foil 1 in 100 incentive cover. While last week it was only selling a bit over ratio with the average of 125, this seems to have increased in not only volume but price as well, as it is now a 150 to an average of 108, 100, a high sale of $187. The story is engaging, but we seem to be seeing more and more books selling well that are actually good reads these days. Yeah. Like that trend. And notable additional sales. Fantastic Four number 110, the green printing cover. Sold this week for a whopping $5,400 in a CGC 9.6, which is up significantly from the last 9.6 sold back in 2017 for just a grand. This trippy printing <laughs> error has its fans as many collectors like to hunt for the weird and the unique. So it's green, so it's not My supposed voice to be green. Is about shot. This magazine is haunted number sixteen. A CGC nine point two sold this week for a record twenty eight thousand eight hundred. Granted, it's the only sale in that grade, and there are only two copies in nine point two to begin with. But an impressive 000. sale. Number wow. nonetheless. Pretty nice. Yeah. Listen, listen, um, C4 FAP don't give sick dates, so you need I, to suck it up. I'm doing the best I can. I'm just <laughs> hitting a lot of mute buttons and coughing my darn fool head off, and I've, I, I've, I've drank all my drink. <laughs> so let's move on over to the new releases. We'll start in Lunar, 
and we'll take a look at stuff coming out on the 30th of January. Usually crappy weeks, usually in a crappy month. Let's hope we can buck the trend. (laughs) Don't bury the lead there, sir. So what we've got here is um, Batman 428, Robin Lives, The One Shot. This is a second printing of that. Um, So you can find out for yourself. (laughs) What changed? If you're so inclined. Yep. We get a Batman and Robin annual with a lot of fun stuff. I love the Dustin Nguyen. Um, We've got Batman Off World number three with a great Christian Ward uh, cardstock. I really like what we're doing. What? Where are you at? 130. 130, 2024 in new releases. Why are you in 130? Why am I in 130? Because that's. There we go. I got it now. I was looking at the wrong thing. Now I'm how, how much cold medicine have you taken? Yeah, yeah, not enough. <laughs> um, Batman Superman World's Finest. We've got a uh, Jamal Campbell cardstock, which is pretty pretty stellar. I like that a lot. Um, and we've got uh, DC's Power, which is another DC Power one-shot. Multiple covers. Very cool. I like the cover C. Yeah, I do too. The Dennis Cohen. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, Jill and the Killers is a... Um, double-sized 48-pager from who is this from? Oni Press? Oni Press giving us Jill yeah. and the Killers, number one. Um, I thought I, I, oh, it's a Mar- there's a Marguerite Sauvage uh, cover B, which is kind of cool. Uh, Justice League versus Kong versus Godzilla. Second it, print. That's impressive. Goes to a second printing for issue three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then a then a bunch of Power Girls. Stefan Sajic with the the interesting cover. Yeah, so giving her the, got, the Superman you know glasses undersuit and the, so so she they they're giving her the Clark Kent treatment with that. Okay, I like it. Very yeah. very cool. Um, Josh Sway doing a a foil cover for that. Dan Moore cover amazing as always. You never let me get away with just saying Josh Sway. Oh, I because of the Swaby thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that being that big of a deal, but okay. You stopped me every time I've ever said it. It was probably one time. (laughs) Look at these Titan Beats World covers for last issue. I get Nightwing as a fox. That's interesting. And we've got just a great Diodata Jr. cover. Oh, my goodness. What is going on there? That's great. That is very cool. Really nice. What is the name of that star? Starro. Starro, that's right. Very good star. Not real complex. No, no. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. We do get a Clayton Henry lenticular of Nightwing as a fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ladies, they already knew. They already knew he was a fox. Yeah. Hey, hey. And a Trinity special one shot. So not not terrible. Not mm-hmm. terrible. Let's see what 131 offers us. We've got the Atlas Artist Edition number one, um, which is old school. Yeah. Looking stuff from Joe Manelli. hardcover. Yeah, for fans of that. Now, I've got Dear Editor here. Dear yeah. Editor was our pick last, last week, week. And it's out. So that's interesting. Initial due date. Yeah. Uh, Duke, number two, is out. I hope um, I enjoyed the first issue, so I hope I enjoyed the second. I'm not reading the standalone G.I. Joe title. Yeah. Never You're really 302 did. behind, unfortunately. Yeah, it's too late for me, I think, there. Plenty of Spawn there. King Spawn. Local Man. Uh, Moon Man is a number one from Carl Higgins and Kid Cudi. Cuddy. 
Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. Will the hip hop people head on over to the comic book store? That's the I don't know. He's he, yeah. He's he's like an alternative hip hopper, right? Sure. Not a standard hip hopper. Nope. We found Drew's pick of the week. Skeeter's number two. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what, that, that. I'm excited for that one. Void Rivals two, fifth print. Void Rivals three, fourth print. Void Rivals four, third print. Void Rivals five, third print. That's amazing. I love it. And World Tree number seven finishes it out. Let's slide over to our friends at Previews World and look at what Boom has to offer us. Oh, Animal Pound gets a second print. That is uh, that Scott Snyder, Tom King, Tom King. Get those guys confused. House of Slaughter does a pen and ink, number one. Hmm. Oh, Pine and Merrimack went to a second print. Well, that was cool. I believe, was that it's, a That's pick? my boy Kyle, Kyle Starks. Yeah. Your boy? When did, I mean, you get, when did you get Kyle Starks? I'm sorry, what's my what's my first name? Uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, you're right. See, P&I yeah. related. Uh, Symbolico. Okay. You got it. Uh, we're going to do, uh, Marvel's going to do uh, Amazing Spider-Man 252 facsimile. That's a great cover. One of my early Spidey purchases off the rack. Avengers Twilight hits issue two. Dead X-Men number one, which I'm not sure what the concept is there. Yeah. What are we doing? Death was only the beginning when the world turned against Krakoa. These five mutants lost their lives, but their mission as X-Men is just getting started. They must have accomplished the impossible or try again trying. Hmm. Kevin so, Eastman cover. Yeah. If I ever read X, X books, that would be the one. <laughs> if only. Yeah, because they're dead. Uh, Marvel Voice Legends, it's number one. That's um, is that like uh, R- Rising Stars type of deal? Yeah, is that I what? So. Is that what voice the um le- voices Marvel's voices is? Mm-hmm. Spider Boy's got some weird covers, including a Wolverine. So is this a second Spider Boy? Like it's way like it, it's on its second. It's only one. on issue three, dude. It is only on issue three. Yeah. Wow, it feels like it's been around forever. Yeah. Wolverine has. We have. I watch Wolverine. See what they jams in there. They've been putting some stuff in there that's getting hot. Nice Sheena cosplay cover from Dynamite. Your American Psycho does another business card cover. Very cool. From Massive. I keep telling myself I'm going to look that up and rewatch that American Psycho because I don't <laughs> I don't remember it like as a cult classic. But oh it yeah, must, it must be. I mean, I think I remember about half a dozen scenes that I like. Yeah, know, but when we get to the back half, maybe the fifth week's where we get to the yeah the bottom of the barrel there. Holmes and Houdini. This is a Zenoscope book, and they already had like didn't they already do like a Female Sherlock Holmes relaunch. Mm, I wonder if it's yeah, something to tie yeah. in there. Maybe. There's a Jill and the Killers covers again from Oni. Moon Man, that's, a, that's that other kid, Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> Only two ways to go, and I go the wrong way every time. Wrong way each time. Rick and Morty, yet another volume of that. Tara, Witch of the Black Rose, hits issue 107. No, that's a... Skyclad limited edition, so they're way above that. Dumb. Oh, Ribbon Queen's back with issue seven. Not a ton of choices, my brother. No, this is more difficult than it has to be. 
All right, brother, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your sneak peek at next week. What's the one comic you have to go into your local comic book shops and pick up because it's going to be the next big thing. I am going to go with Jill and the Killers, number one, from Oni Press. It's double-sized, and uh, maybe it's good. <laughs> I was real close to taking the Stefan Sajic Power Girl. That um, is the other, that, like, if you look at my extra tab, that is the one that's my extra tab that I, I thought was the but, biggest. But it's, but it's an uncovered, which is just Power Girl covers, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's why ultimately I did not do that, but that would that was it was close. That was the book that caught my eye the most. And other than that, everything else is kind of boring. <laughs> and as I continue to cough my head off, yeah, the Spider Boys are meh. Something might happen in this Doctor Afra. I'm a little worried about because it's got some weird wording in it. But yeah, I'll go with I'm going to take your Sajic. Do it as the second one, just because it was the most eye catching. Yep, of the it covers. was. It was. Definitely was. Judge you going to a second print, but yeah. Yeah, I get it. Well, it is a fifth week of a doldrum month, so you'll have that. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. Oh, we appreciate you for tagging along as I drag my voice through this fifth week of January as Drew and I go through our sneak peeks at next week. And we talk multiple times about every single ultimate Spider-Man ever created. We appreciate you guys. If you want more from Kyle and Drew, head on over to patreon.com. Find Kyle for fun and profit. Throw a couple bucks. Get me to, you know, I'll make private conversations of me coughing directly at you if you need to, whatever. <laughs> All kinds of fun stuff. So we appreciate it for uh, Drew and for myself. See ya. Check out Beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 fap links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on patreon if you're a subscriber on apple podcasts spotify on podbean we have google podcasts on there we have an amazon wish list you want to buy kyle and i something fine you can do that here we appreciate it we have kyle's rpg podcast listed on there so you can check out his dork day afternoon offerings we have cowabunga links so you can check out the cowabunga deep discount foc and pre-order list get on that that's rlcs so you can check that out as well and we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 FAP links you could ever need. Thanks. Back to the show. In a world ravaged by war and chaos, a group of survivors must band together to brave the dangers of a post-apocalyptic landscape. The year is 2000, and the world has been plunged into darkness. The nuclear fires have burned out, leaving behind a wasteland of ruins and radiation. But amidst the rubble and despair, a glimmer of hope still remains. Join Dork Day Afternoon as they face off against marauding gangs, enemy soldiers, and even the harsh elements themselves in the world of Twilight 2000. Will our heroes survive the challenges ahead? Can they keep their own humanity intact? Or will they succumb to the harsh realities of life after the end of the world? Two past midnight. An actual play podcast by Dork Day Afternoon.